This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, all right. It's Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. That's Joe Shasky. I'm Mark Willard. Two episodes a week. Make sure you are subscribed. Get all your friends and family who are Giants fans into it as well. We'd love to talk to them all. All right, last thing, and uh, he's always kind of the uh, the hot-button thing as we look at a roster that lacks excitement, and it, it lacks the everyday players. It lacks the payroll that, that we as fans want. Um, that said, Farhan Zaidi has, has at least tried to state his plan, and the one thing that I think is hard for fans to get is if you do hear from voices – inside the game the people who play other executives i'm telling you they swear by this guy his reputation inside the game is impeccable and for some reason uh, that's not really translating to now what's becoming a very impatient fan base um jerry harrison jr who does some broadcasting for the dodgers and uh, and also of course a former big leaguer himself had a few things to say on the state of the Giants, what he sees from afar with Farhan that we think the fans that you guys might find interesting. So here's the first one, and it's with regard to whether or not Farhan's plan is a smart one. Farhan knows exactly what he's doing. It, it happens here or there. I don't care who you are, where you put a roster together, but they just can't stay healthy. That happens to everybody. And right now the Giants have been crushed by injuries. But make no mistake about it, he's done an incredible job putting pieces in place for the future. And talk about spending money. The Giants definitely have money. They definitely have funds to go out there and get a, a couple extra guys, superstar guys. And I'm sure they're going to make a run in the offseason for some high-talented guys. Yeah, so uh, you're, you're listening to what may feel like a broken record, and it comes down to money and whether or not you believe – that the Giants at some point are going to spend it. I know the, the criticisms. Oh, we thought you were going to spend it this year. You didn't. And the Giants are experts at finishing in second place on the big money guys. Like, oh, we offered Bryce Harper $310 million. Darn it, the Phillies offered three thirty. I don't think for a second that the Giants are setting out to finish in second on these guys. And the reason I believe that at some point they will spend – it's because they've got no choice. They've got no yeah. choice. This fan base will hold their feet to the fire on, on, on that one for sure. So it hasn't happened yet. I still firmly believe it's coming. Where are you on that? Yeah, yeah. I believe that they're going to be able to make a splash in free agency. But, like, let's just, let's just look at the one guy that they've retained as of recent. Okay, Brandon Belt on a one-year deal. Like, he was awesome last year. You know what he is right now? Four for his last 40 right? Like this guy was one of the like top 10 MVP style candidates, you know, at the end of last year, when you were just looking at the production, even though he only played like 97, 98 games, he was unbelievable. He needs to play better. So we could scream at him and haw about 200 and $300 million men. 
some of these guys that he did find that were producing just need to produce right now. And I bet all this other talk about next year, and it'll still be there to some degree, but not as loud as it is right now. The Giants are losing their minds. I'm like, look, Wade's three for 20. Belt's four for 40. Yaz is one for 20. If these guys just ball out, it'll simmer down some of this offseason talk, I feel like. Well, here, here's the other Am thing. Am I wrong? I know that this, this is a hard one for people to take, but here's the, here's the real, okay? When he got the job, the team was in bad shape, okay? Agreed. They were losing. Agreed. They were losing. Bruce Bochy, that's a zero year because yeah. he was on his way out and there wasn't much Farhan could do. Mm-hmm. The next year was a pandemic year, and you could make the case that even within that, they overachieved. But he has stated from the beginning that the first thing we need to do is rebuild the farm system, and that is going to provide our foundation in the future. Well, the truth of the matter is you can't do that in baseball in two or three years. No. You just can't. You can, you, you can hope, you can try, but you can't. Well, and this, this is why I support him so much. In the midst of trying to build the foundation – that in, in in on the real takes five mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. but with a fan base that you can't say, please wait five years. <laughs> he went out and won 107 games with players you think stink, and, and yet somehow that has landed in his lap as you're an idiot, you're a nerd, and you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, he's a flipping magician. He's so, a magician. So that to me is the. That is the big bugaboo that's going on right now is he is in the process of doing it absolutely right and found a way to win while we well, wait and is being criticized for it. That's think why about, I'm so passionate about this. No, no, I love I love it because think, think about this. Yes, is there some duct tape and some Band-Aids on the big league roster? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm looking at two teams who you faced in recent memory in the World Series, look at their rosters, look at where they're at, and they've been putrid, the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. Who is closer to a World Series right now? Yeah, look, I'm as high on Torkelson as anybody. Bobby Witt Jr., they're all going to need more than those guys to be able to compete in those divisions. The Giants, with all the duct tape that I referenced, are still competing, and we've seen none of their stars, at least in the, the prospects, come through. So I'm still optimistic. I still think that they can do this. Look, I told you right now, I like Yerman Mercedes. Okay, do I think he's a pillar of the organization? No. I like Lamont Wade Jr. He was outstanding for this team last year. He's been ice cold. I hope he can return to form. He has found guys. This is David Le- VR, VR, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's I've VR, more, yeah. <laughs> I've seen more spark from him than Jason Vossler. God bless Vossler's soul, but like there's a player in there. So like, as much as people want to lose their minds, there are some great stories on the big league club right now. Yes, they're treading water. No, they're not going to compete with the Dodgers in terms of payroll and things like that. But there's levels and there's a process to this, and they're trending in the right direction. I just – and I'm guilty of this as much as anyone. I'm just – I'm looking at it, I'm like, guys, if three guys just play better, Yaz, Belt, and Wade, how much better is this team? Well, what sure, is, sure. Uh, what, 10 games over 500? Easy. Well, if they just catch the ball, they would be, they, exactly. they'd be seven or eight games over you 500. You know how many teams would die to switch places with the Giants right now? Right. Well, and, and so those foundational pieces that, that – and I know, it's just a painful, painful wait. But here's the real. You look at this Giants roster right now that we're all calling boring. How many foundational future pieces of this team are on it right now? I'd say Logan. one. 
Logan, Logan Webb. Yeah, That's and it. Camilo Duvall is, is amazing. Okay, okay, amazing. Duvall. Right, yeah. right. And and then there are pieces, you know, yes. like Yaz, Yaz and Wade, they're going to be on the team for, for, for sure. you know, for a little while. But but the foundation is still being built. This is absolutely something else Jerry Harrison Jr. talked about. Here's that. It does take time. you got to build a foundation. And last year really was uh, an anomaly. You know, if you would have told me you mean the Giants would win 107 games last year, I'd be like, are you kidding me? You know, but that just <laughs> yeah. goes to show how what, what Farhan does in the meantime allows a team – like like them to have some success, but at the main the main thing is building a foundation. Usually, it takes about four or five years right. to establish what you're trying to do. And you mentioned that the guys got drafted by the Dodgers. You know, it took right. some, some some time for those players to have success. But in the meantime, the Dodgers were already stacked. You know, mm-hmm. they had guys like Corey Seager. They already had guys like Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. from the from the last regime that uh, drafted those guys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Giants are playing the San Diego Padres right now, Joe. And Scott Harris told me last year, he goes, if you want to know the way we're doing this, just take a look at the Padres. That's what we're doing. The Padres for years were building one of the best farm systems in the game. And then as it started to spit out talent, and not all of it hit, you know, some of Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be, there were some big time names that came up. And then eh, they weren't great, but it spit out a Tatis. And then you use some of those other pieces to trade and bring in, you Blake know, Snell. right? Blake Snell, Darvish, whatever. Yeah. And then boom, Manny Machado. Yep. Let's go spend when someone's available. That's exactly the model the Giants are following. And, and they've told us that. So yeah. this idea that they won't spend, they will spend. But – they're not going to spend frivolously when you're going to go get one massive free agent and uh, and his teammates are, are going to be Stuart Fairchild and, and Austin wins because yes. that still won't be good enough. No. So well, just, you, you hit on, you hit on yeah. something, though, Mark. And let me jump in there. You, you hit on this, the farm. You look at the top eight teams in baseball right now. Those are top – of the 12, the top 12 farm systems in baseball, eight of the top 12, depending on how, where you get your rankings from or whatever. So, yeah, do, do seven of those teams spend like absolute wildfire? Absolutely. Toronto just started spending to get in there. You know why? Because they drafted for year after year after year at a high level. Same thing with the Padres who you referenced. So there's a timing a part of this. There's a time and a place. And right now they're in the build-up phase and they will spend. It's not like they're 28th in spending. What are they, 13th? 13th. I mean, 13th. We're, we're bitching and moaning. They're 13th. Imagine being a Pirates fan right now. I mean, you're just praying that that O'Neill Cruz could stay healthy and maybe we can re-sign him to a seven- or eight-year deal and buy out some of his arbitration. Like, come on, man. I, I don't know. I just – I kind of am over the, the whole losing our minds over free agency. Well, okay. So the last piece of the puzzle is it's just that. You. Free agents – and uh, and 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 the conversation we had with Farhan, where he said he's disappointed that they still keep hearing 
that the ballpark is a detractor for hitters, even though they led the National League in home runs yeah. uh, last year and, and moved the fences in. Um, so that is an issue. You still have to find someone to say yes. Uh, one more from Jerry Harrison Jr., who says he also thinks that is not going to be a problem down the road. From a Dodger, you guys will be all right. It's a great destination, great place to play for free agency. That ballpark is incredible. I don't think you guys are going to have a hard time uh, drawing free agents. Okay. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, so, yes, um, it, it's not Philadelphia. So, your you're 45 home runs, maybe that's 38. Um, but I, I do think that the right guys at the right time and, and with a farm system that will allow for trades instead mm-hmm. of free agency, if that needs to be the deal, um, I just I just believe. I believe they're coming. Well, I really so, do. So let, let me let me throw something. And this is a little random because this isn't giant specific. It's more Major League Baseball specific. Do you know what they instituted this year for every single stadium? What's that? The humidor. So there's a humidor now for every single stadium. John Miller said on the broadcast the other night. Now, the numbers have have upticked a little. They had played Arizona, the Diamondbacks. We all would agree. That park is a hitter's park, correct? I mean, up and down, no doubt about it. Arizona has played three more games at home and has hit only 38 home runs at home and 52 on the road, okay? And when I heard that, my mind exploded because of this humidor thing. So I know we want to go crazy about San Francisco and guys can't hit. I watched three games in Arizona, and there were at least five Giants who hit warning track balls that I thought for sure were in the 25th row. So this isn't just a Giants problem now. With the humidors in every single ballpark, every team is having this issue. I used to call it Coors Field South, and if you had told me (laughs) last year that they're going to calm Arizona Stadium down a little bit, I would have been like, they should have, but they overcompensated you can't get the ball out of there now it's insane and and it's a it's a very big outfield and and it it completely like i'll admit it it took away from the fun of of that series i'm not saying i don't enjoy a great pitcher's duel but i didn't feel it was that your point was a good one the looks on the faces of the guys who were like approaching second base and they watched balls get caught at the warning track where they were like what i know like i've hit that ball here before that ball goes way out of here and and so that 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 is so it's classic baseball it's classic (laughs) baseball right where they're like i know what will entertain everybody (laughs) fly balls to the warning track let's do it jock hit a ball jock hit a ball and he gave it one of those like yeah i got into that with both butt cheeks and he looked and he gave this look like he saw a ghost and i said to myself what happened and the guy, whatever, Walker or whoever it was, the Thomas, I think, caught it at the at the at, at the you know the, the warning track. Yep. And I'm thinking to myself, that ball would have went flying off the scoreboard just a year ago. So like as much as the Giants can complain about, hey, we don't have, you know, hitters hitting bombs out here, everyone in baseball is frustrated with this humidor thing. So I I'm kind of here for it because it's leveled the field out for the Giants. Uh, big series in San Diego, Huge. my man. And uh, our next episode will be right when that series comes to a close. And it feels like that win to finish up in Arizona is only a big deal if they then take some of that momentum to San Diego. A hundred percent. And look, they starting pitching. They made a deal for some guy who's never even made a, a start in the bigs. Let's see it. Like, they need anybody, all hands on deck. You know, I don't know if you watch Below Deck like my wife does. So, yep. all hands on deck. Who can be the cook? Who can save somebody who fell in, uh, you know, having a few too many cocktails? We need a starter uh, pronto. 
Yeah, and Junis is coming soon too. Thank um, God. So, uh, so that'll be well, well timed as we approach the All Star break. There it is. It's garlic fries and baseball, guys. For Joe Shasky, Mark Willard, we invite you twice a week and make sure you do not miss an episode. And the best way to do that is subscribe. We'll talk to you again after the Padres series.